0: Welcome to the downside. My name is Jamarco Sarezi. I am here with uh, guest co-host Jay Jordan. Hello, Russell Daniels. Our regular is currently understudying Josh Gad on Broadway, Broadway's Gutenberg the Musical.
1: Gutenberg the Musical.
0: Broadway debut. And uh, uh, we're here with our amazing guest, comedian, writer, uh, podcaster, Phoebe Robinson.
1: Phoebe Robinson. White House liaison. Take an old administration, right? (laughs) They got you on the phone. (laughs) We know. We know the info. This is is Michelle we're talking about? Michelle B.
2: Texting. Yeah. Uh, we don't, I mean, we do we have each other's phone numbers? Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: That's going to so, be a rough bu- butt dial.
2: Right? You,
1: so I'm sorry, Michelle, but also this man, this crackhead with Tucker Carlson that just said that he got a little taste of brown sugar before, while Michelle, is, number one, it's fake. We yeah. know it's fake. We know it's
0: fake. We, of we know course, it's fake. we know it's fake. Obama <laughs> would, would, I think he'd have higher standards. I think it would be <laughs> somewhat sexier. But Obama can do better.
1: But. I mean, has Michelle been like, Phoebe, what do we need to do?
2: No. Why? <laughs> She's Detective memes. <laughs> She's not consulting me. I just think it's always sad when, like, I know everybody wants to have their, like, 15 minutes of fame. But it's like, you don't have to do it that way. I'm right. just like... Get a, like, get a skill set. You don't even have to have skills, honestly.
0: It sounds like he does have some skills, though. <laughs>
2: no, but you know, I don't uh, know who he's
0: working them on. You know how
2: hard you know
1: it is I- to hold a crack pipe in one hand <laughs> and suck a president <laughs> off with the other? I think it
2: has to be believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, like, it's so cuckoo bananas yeah. that it's just like, all uh, right.
1: It went, okay, so there was a very funny reveal. He was telling the story in one of the clips, and then he smiled, and both front teeth were going. I was like, nope. I just, uh, I can't. Yeah
3: not toothless Can I do
0: that? On. if you were if a man had no yes. teeth and you were yes. going to hook up it'd
1: be interesting maybe a new no i closed, i'm a closed mouth a smile no i am very this is a bit elitist pro teeth i'm pro teeth i'm pro teeth, <laughs> I'm pro teeth until i'm that is I'm highly elitist of you how dare I'm pro te- this is what i have to say i know we live in an age where we celebrate everyone just uh, unique and different and vibrant personalities and looks and aesthetics, but I'm, I'm gonna need the two in the front. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna need both of them. Sorry, Stavros. I'm gonna need both of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Downside.
3: <laughs> One, two, three. Downside.
1: downside.
3: You're listening to
1: The Downside. The Downside. With John Marco Cerese.
0: This is the downside. This is a place where people can feel free to complain and kvetch and moan and 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 they they can, you know, they don't have to pretend to be grateful or thankful. We can be dark. Yes. We we can be honest about the hookups we had in the 90s yes. and the crack that we smoked. Yes. And the people with no teeth we got blowjobs from. Keep going. Phoebe, before we get to you, I, I have something I do have to share. Okay. I uh I, my father, I talk about my father on stage a lot, and I feel like you know, on stage, people don't know how much of the truth you're telling. I felt like I was validated. Yes. And I and I wanted to share a little extra that I got from. I got a message. My father. He dates a lot. Yeah. He he was a good-looking man. Still is for 71 Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I got a message. I've never gotten this kind of message before. It said, "You are so hilarious." That's great. And we'll end it there. That's where we're going to end it yeah. right there. No, I got. It said, "You're so hilarious." I found you all performing a background check on your dad who asked me out. Suffice it to say, I did not date your dad, but I found one of the funniest comedians ever.
3: Okay.
0: So so, so I go, oh, thank you so much. That's very nice. Then she said, I would love to tell you the story that he told me that had me in stitches, but kind of worried me.
3: <laughs> and I, said,
0: I said, oh, I got to hear more. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very good-looking man.
1: Again, to reiterate, what's your question? You have a question? Yeah, um, I mean, your dad... He dates, dated a lot. We know about the multiple marriages. He dated my kindergarten
0: teacher. Yes. Che- a cheater. Definitely
1: yeah. a cheater. Italian yeah. old school. Yeah. Old yeah. school cheater.
2: Yeah, I don't think he you get to say
1: old school when you just mean. Non-ethical, non-monogamy <laughs> is what they call it back
2: then. Wait, he dated your kindergarten teacher while you were in kindergarten, or was it like later on?
0: I, I don't know if it was official until I was in first grade, but definitely. Some, wow. so, uh, so my mom. Got, and she still didn't give him good grades. I know. <laughs> my mom got her fired. My mom always calls me because she actually listens. She corrects uh-huh. me. Yes. Basically, she's my mom says, allegedly, that the teacher would send love notes back to my father that she would send via lunchbox. What? So she she put a message in my lunchbox to bring back to my father. I don't know if they were dirty or just like love you. That's just hi. sloppy. It's sloppy, but she was so, so cool. And I remember she slept over at the house what? once, and no. I was like,
2: what? that's
0: a
1: cool
2: thing. Wait a second. That's you were so, cool.
0: Wait a second.
1: So you were taking naps in her classroom, and she was taking naps at your
2: house?
0: <laughs> I don't know how much sleeping was going on.
2: Oh, my God. We did Halloween together. No. And she had a
0: daughter who was my age, oh. and I had a big crush on her daughter. Wow.
2: And 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 it was... It was beautiful. This is messy. Phoebe,
1: can I tell you something? Every time Gianmarco tells me a new layer of a story about his father or about his childhood, I go, Oh, that's why you're like this. There are so many moments when I go, Why are you so afraid? Oh, you're afraid of this.
0: I feel like part of why I talk about my dad so much on stage is because I feel like if people know who he is, they'll realize how good I did considering the circumstances.
2: <laughs> Do You talk about your dad in therapy. That's the more important thing. Like, are you in therapy? But Because you, not to pass judgment, but this is some stuff that should probably be worked through yes. with a professional. Yeah, and the therapist says, that's great. <laughs> kindergarten teacher, just close. Oh I,
0: I don't think it was as much him hooking up with the kindergarten teacher that was the problem. It was more like I became close to these women, mm-hmm. and then when they broke up, they were just... Vanish yes. from my life. Yes, yes, yes. Vanish. Yes. And there was one, I've, I've said it before, but when they broke up, they would have to have a secondary breakup with me. Mm-hmm. And I remember one woman, she sat me down, we played Monopoly a lot, and brought me in the car, and she, I said, are we going to, she said, I'm going to be really busy at work. I don't think I'm going to be around as much anymore. Oh, and I said, can we still play Monopoly sometimes? And she was like, sure, kid. <laughs> I never. No, I did see her again a year later, with a new husband and a baby in her in her arms.
2: And where's your mom and all of this? (gasps) She
1: she married my dad's former lawyer. Gianmarco can't see a thimble to this day without crying. He (laughs) has it so rough. I will say this: I think that like these women kind of coming in and out of your life, and the fact that like you had a bunch of you had a bunch of insecurities around a number of things when you were a child, things that we've talked about, Uh like that definitely has made you such a good performer. So I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: thank you. Thank you. So, so I asked this story, and, and again, she, she, she gave me permission to share this. My father does not listen, so it's okay. Uh, so chapter one. Chapter one? Luckily, it's just one chapter. Okay. But she said, earlier this year, I decided to try online dating for the first time in my life. Good for you. Because I was new at this, I, didn't have, I didn't, hadn't developed a sense of red flags. The first time I put my profile up, I got 500 replies in 1 day. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. okay we get it. Damn. We get it. Oh. Mostly blocking and deleting. Then I came across your father's letter to me. I can't remember what he said, but it was charming and sweet. That's how he gets them. Wow. wow. That's how he gets them. So I decided to respond. Big mistake. His next missive to me complimented that I was successful in business.
1: Wow, wow feminist! You, you hear that, Phoebe? That's what these uh, men do. They go after your brain. These
2: love bomb. Um, yeah,
1: imagine if a guy uh. was like, Phoebe, I loved your book so much. How are you? Like, just I
2: stretch- wouldn't believe that he read it. <laughs> uh, I'm like, you didn't
1: fucking read it. You'd be it. like, Nah, it's um, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. about bell hooks, lowercase yeah. b. You know, I know <laughs> the stuff. Uh,
0: he explained to me that his ex-wife. And he's talking about my mom. They got divorced in
1: fucking 88. Wow. He doesn't say which ex-wife. He says his ex-wife. He's just compiling yeah. them.
0: He explained to me that his ex-wife never appreciated how hard he worked. Okay. And that she was a
1: total bitch. No.
3: No. no! And, a bit,
1: and a bit of a Jap. Jewish American princess. Oh, Lord. Which? Okay, so, but he's also saying this as an Italian man. He's not saying this as a Jewish
0: man.
2: Right. That's where I'm like, yeah, she can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. He my didn't mom, say it. He typed it.
0: Yeah. My mom, she's she's Jewish, but she's not, like,
1: uh, Jap in the
0: traditional, like, Long Island sense of... Yeah, 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 yeah. How can I say she's something? She's something.
1: Can I say something that will definitely get me in trouble? How much David Yerman does she own? How he, is it, what reference is that? That's re- jewelry. Oh my god! These, this is what happens with, with boys. If people. Tova was here, to- Tova yes, would be. Yes, Tova would get that.
0: Uh, so normally I would just delete and block him at that point. <laughs> okay. okay, good for you. We should should have stopped right there. However, I was so stunned that he would say this to me. I decided to confront him about. <laughs> it.
2: Oh my no, god! Go no, no, no. ex- give him an audience.
0: Explain to him that he should not be talking about his ex pejoratively like that. And that I was Jewish and took offense <gasps> to that term.
2: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> I was certain that he would be completely offended, but instead, he wrote me a really lovely and apologetic
1: letter. This your dad is very good at nagging, ladies. Your dad just. If wow. men are good at apologies, it's because they've had a lot of practice. Ugh.
2: Wait, can I see a picture of him?
1: Can I say uh, something? Yeah. BB, can I tell you something? This old picture of his dad. There are two of them that I've seen online. We're very close. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. He's a hot man. Okay. He's the reason John Mark. This is old school, but this is like Italian.
2: Oh yeah, he's yeah. so cute. Yeah. That's still the
0: profile picture he's using. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> Do you have a more, uh, a closer to recent?
0: Uh, yes, I I will.
2: Just so we can
1: see what's up. Yeah, let, let me get it. Let me get it. Because it is important.
2: That's but
1: bananas. This is the another you know, wild story? There's a photo of Jean dad with this extremely hot woman that Gianmarco will every now and then like it'll pop up on social media. And it's just it's just like hot, like very pretty woman with these with amazing boobs. Yeah. And like Gianmarco's dad is like shirtless in the photo, and everyone's like, Jesus Christ, Gianmarco, your dad pulls. But, <laughs> but then did I
0: tell you that my mom told me one year, she said. You know, you always post that picture. I'm pretty sure that's the woman your dad cheated on me with. And I was like, Mom.
1: So what you mean, and you were like, Mom, which woman? Come on now. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, this is a so, somewhat recent.
2: No, but I can see it. Yeah, he's still, listen, for it. 70? Yeah. He's
1: still got it. He's still got it. I can, he see, it. It. I can see it. Um, and, and, he's, and you're only a little bit taller than him, right? Uh, yes, he's 6'2". Yeah, 6'2". That means back in the day, he was 6'4".
2: Yeah, he was pulling, for sure. Yeah.
1: Huge cock. Yeah. Um, okay,
0: so... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, quite, quite normal. Um, okay. I'm
2: gonna leave this. No, one. no, no. This Phoebe. Is, I've been on HBO. Do we not know, understand <laughs> my card <knows>? husband? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Phoebe, also, this is us setting you up with Marco's dad. I want you to <laughs> know. That's where <for> this is <laughs> going.
0: I was certain that he would be offended, wrote a nice apology. Something to the fact of, I hope I didn't offend you, da, da, da. He told me that he worked in remediation, something I understood as well, because I used to run trade for the Environmental Protection Agency. Oh Seems like a perfect woman for my father. <sighs> he proceeds to tell me the story about how he was re- remediating a site where Dr. Fisher, Field Fisher, who's famous, had his first laboratory. Okay. He tells me that he found a bottle of arsenic written in Dr. Fisher's own handwriting. Uh, at this point, oh, she says, I hope I'm not offending you. I'm sure your dad is a character and your mom is a wonderful person. Okay, it's fine. Oh, wow. He then tells me that he wished he still had that bottle of arsenic. It sounds like it's a collector's okay. item, like a historical fact. Yeah. But he's pretty sure that he gave it to his ex-wife. He then explains he decided to give it to her in the divorce. Given all the things that he said about her earlier, I was convinced that he had killed her. Ah! So I deleted and blocked him. It did not occur to me that she got it in the divorce as a collector's item. And then, then yeah, so basically she sent me the screenshot where he, he says this, and she was just in the mood where when she saw it, thought he was like, I gave it to yeah. my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, I cannot remember, and this is what he texted her, I cannot remember what I did with it. It's gone missing for a long, long time. I'm thinking maybe I gave it to my ex-wife, but I'm not sure. Good night sleep well. That's and
1: also what he said to your the ex-wife. And she said I think
0: it was the good night sleep well that really got me. Oh, wow. So,
2: this is a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: Uh,
0: it all came it just came oh it just came into God. my inbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. dad's dating life. My mom's boyfriends are not writing me. <laughs> yeah. And she's got plenty. Maybe they don't
1: have Instagram accounts. I I will say this was bound to happen. Just statistically, as you get more popular, and both of y'all know this, as you get more popular, the more weird connections, not just online, but like in New York, will happen to you. No matter what, like none of the three of us, like we all know like if you have a public meltdown anywhere, someone's gonna be like, girl, don't I know you from uh (laughs) like if you miss a train, they're gonna be like, oh that's that comic I like. He's running. He seems really mad for some reason. Like (laughs) this stuff is gonna happen more, Jean Mark. But at
0: least it's to you not your parent. Your parents are are together.
2: Yes. They're still together. So you're so lucky. Forty Mary 40 three years i think
1: yeah that's beautiful 40
2: 40 yeah 43 years yeah yeah. oh
1: my god my mom and dad they got divorced and my dad died when i was 15 and he left me a new baby sister and now when that happens you're always like okay all right we got more people
2: do you get on well with her
1: yeah my brother's closer with her but it was definitely an adjustment period because i was like no there's there's no way this is right. impossible. This is this is what happens on TV. I, you, you know, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Where are you? Because this isn't. No, no, no. But yeah. Wow. Are
0: there any downsides to having parents that stay together that long? Is there anything, or is your life incredible at least
1: on that front? Yeah, you seem very successful for having such good parents. Um, that is true. That's a very oh. good point. <laughs> yes, Phoebe. Are you telling hey, me that <laughs> just misogyny and racism was enough to fuel you to be <laughs> successful? <laughs> not also parental strife.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, my parents are, they're good people there. I'm from Ohio. Um, that's
1: the, the See? Uh huh. You guys,
0: that's where they're
2: at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it, it, it wasn't Cleveland, but it's near Cleveland, right?
2: No, I'm from Cleveland. You're from Cleveland. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Suburbs of Cleveland. So I grew up in Beffer Heights. Only people who are, like, from Cleveland, like, would
1: What's know. the other one? There's Shaker Heights,
0: there's too. Shaker
2: Heights. There's Solon. They're, you know.
0: I went there recently for a wedding. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's I got nice. lunch at this astounding sandwich place. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's great. I don't like it politically anymore because, I mean, it used to be a purple state, but now it's pretty red, which is yeah. unfortunate. But, um, yeah, they got married. My parents, when he was, my dad was 20, my mom was 24.
0: Ooh. I know. Opposite of my dad. I in a big know.
2: Way. So they've up. just been, they've What's just. He they couldn't it? even drink at his wedding. Uh, that's they hilarious. Did, they did, Um, they got married at City Hall, which is like so cute. And like, that's actually what I would want to wow. if I ever get married. It's like, because I have friends who are, you know, getting married and it's like, oh, this costs $50,000, mm-hmm. oh, this, the dress, the mm-hmm. flowers, the boat. I was like, just go to City Hall and then just, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, host a lunch or something. with. Yeah. But Why maybe would they
0: like that? I feel like now that's more common, but back then I feel like people would have been like,
2: what are you doing? I mean, my well, parents thing? aren't, like, big on pomp and circumstance, to be honest. That's nice. So, like, they don't even wear their wedding rings. Like, they're just very, like, Whoa. low-key. Yeah, I mean, even mean when I was a kid, I don't re- remember my parents ever wearing their wedding wings. Like their re- wedding rings. They were just always very like low key,
3: mm-hmm. like
2: under the radar, not trying to bring a lot of attention to themselves. Um, but yeah, no, they're really sweet. I mean, I think my dad and I tend to butt heads a lot just because we're similar but also very different in a lot of ways. So that's like the one thing. But um, yeah, and then my brother got married to his college sweetheart. So I'm the sort of like Black sheep who's, like, almost 40 and out here single and no kids. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And your brother, uh, older or younger?
2: He's older. He turns. He's not shy. He turns 43 okay. in December. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When did he get married? He. So he and Liz. Oh, my God. I feel like they dated for, like, s- six or seven years and they got married. Mm-hmm. It was after I, I remember it was after I graduated college. Mm. Um, Big wedding? They got married. It was in, I believe it was in DC because they met at George Washington University. Um, I think it was like a big. I don't want to say it was a big wedding because my my brother and sister in law aren't like that. Maybe it was like a hundred people. I don't okay. know. That's I good. Think it, like what's it? Two bananas. We had like
1: too, we we, we, at my, we were like it was like sixty. We were Your like wedding 60. was lovely. Your wedding was perfect. Sixty.
2: I think when it
0: gets oh, too big, great. the only reason to have a big wedding, I think the whole concept of, of, a, of a wedding is is you you feel pressure to not leave because now you've involved even more people. In the
1: illusion <laughs> of your permanent <laughs> relationship, <laughs>
0: so if you have a 500-person wedding. Now you—they you got to write 500
1: people. Like, hey, yeah, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Also, at that point, it's a logistical nightmare. It yeah. is a legit 60 people was a lot of planning. 500 people, you need a staff. You need a team to plan anything over 200 people. 200 people—that's yeah. insane to me. Yeah. People do it. People do it all the time.
0: But yeah, with big families, and with my family. I, c- I can't have my dad on the same side as my mom. It's going to be so many <laughs> different aisles <laughs> of different <laughs> sections.
1: <laughs> the, the, t- the seating
0: arrangement will be so
1: calculated. You gotta have, put your you honestly ha- have your dad off in the corner somewhere.
0: Yes, that yeah. funny. Dad, your your tables in a different state. Oh, dad, we're going to be joining via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have the dad booth. <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, it's true. That's part why marriage doesn't mean as much to me because I my, f- I don't have the family situation. Like yeah. I went to this wedding in Cleveland and it was like it was Jewish and all the families were there. And that's why you do it. It's yeah. for the families. Yeah. Of course.
1: Yeah. It's also like if you've been together long enough that you want to at least have some sort of public display of your affection and your commitment to each other. Like Garrison and I, we've been together for 11 years. We've been married one year. So, like, people were like, whoa, why? And it was like we finally had the time. We finally had the resources. We finally had the inspiration. And we had the location. And we had the ability to plan it out. So it was truly just being like, okay, now we can. I think a lot of people get into the. We you have. You needed to. all the time just to write your, your vows. I yeah. Mean, you needed years to put that together.
0: You were running that at Mike's. Oh,
1: no, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. And, you know, every now and then people are like, oh, like, do gay guys even care about getting married? I mean, we, we definitely care about health insurance and stuff. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we're fighting for that. So. Um,
0: so tell me the downsides Growing up in in Cleveland, did you did you did, were you glad you were raised
1: there? What was it like?
2: Yeah, this for is sure. pre
1: Lebron Cleveland. So tell us the downside.
2: No, I mean here at at my age, I'm going to be 39 at the end of the month. I think I've been in the city since I was 17, going on 18, because I moved out here to go to Pratt Institute. I very much am glad that I had a suburban upbringing, mm-hmm. just because city life is just is not even like, oh, it's so fast-paced in the suburbs or not. It's more that it's just a different kind of mentality, I feel like. I think, like, cities like, go, 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 hustle, 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 blah, 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 blah. And, and I feel like in the suburbs, you can, like, remember to, like, take a beat. And, yeah. like, oh, remember your life. Enjoy your life. There's more than just, like, hustling. So, like. I very much, you know, I'm glad that I did that. Now, at the time, I was itching to get out of there. Because I was like, I just knew I wasn't a subub- suburban person. And, like, I was just like, I always wanted to live in New York. So I was like, I could not wait. I was like a C student. I really just, like, did not apply myself. But you got in the Pratt. Yeah, but I tried to get to NYU, <laughs> and they were like, your your grades are trash now. <laughs> That's um, what the letter said? Yeah, pretty much. It was just like, <laughs> your GPA's not good enough. Um, Did you apply to NYU?
1: No.
0: I, I applied. I didn't get in, so I, I feel that
2: pain. I <laughs> feel that
1: pain. You know, I, I went to state schools in and around my state because I wanted a bunch of money, and then New York wasn't even like on the... I, the fact that you were in Ohio, like, I can't wait to go to New York, that to me is like so that's so intentional and so as a 17 year old i wouldn't how think about you know? new York. how did well, you
0: know new york
3: was for you i was you? so
2: obsessed with the tv show felicity okay like, freshman year of high school and mm. i was like oh my god i want that to be me like felicity had a job at like dean and deluca and okay, yeah. like two guys fighting over her All right. and like you know like it just was like oh new york just looked like it was just had this energy and i was like oh my life is gonna start. Like what channel, I, what
1: channel was Felicity? It was on on the WB. WB before oh. CW. Yeah, Remember yeah. the big deal with Felicity was the hair. Yeah, but well she the cut her hair. Yeah, but Carrie Russell had that. I mean, honestly, yeah. I I don't like I don't like to say representation matters all the time, but to see a naturalista, to see yes. someone with a, a white woman with natural curly hair. <laughs> That's what it was? It was No, people just loved her hair. People truly loved the character of yeah. Felicity, but her hair was so iconic. Imagine this is what it was like. Imagine if imagine if Sarah Jessica Parker like cut her hair. Mm. It was like that level yeah. of like people being like, what?
2: Yeah, the ratings went down after she cut but it's not because she cut her hair. That was a scapegoat. The the, the writing went down. The first season is phenomenal. Still like, watchable? It still it still holds up. Ooh. And then it gets a little bit like, Oh, you guys made some not good creative choices. Yeah. And then the finale was like kinda garbage. Um Who played her? Carrie Russell she's still she's still around Yes, yeah she's on the netflix show the diplomat she was in one of the mission impossible movies you, she was in that I'm movie pro, you're Waitress. Gonna, when
1: you see her face you're gonna be like oh,
2: yes, oh my god i her. can't believe Can you would ask if she's still she, around here's the
1: crazy part kerry russell was so good at being felicity that black people to this day probably just go
2: felicity, uh, it's felicity so true. turn around felicity she was so iconic and she used to send like Voice uh, letters um, to her friend Sally, who was played by Janine Garofalo. Okay. Yes. So you would, like, hear her voice on that. It was, like, so good. It's, like, such a perfect late yeah. late 90s TV show. But I saw that, and I was like, I think that could be my life. Like, I just was like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't cool. Like, I was funny in high school, but, like, I didn't have a boyfriend. I like
0: theater a talent show or just...
2: I did mock trial and I did like background on Ooh. some theater stuff.
1: But Ooh. I mock
2: trial. I wish I had done mock trial. <laughs> <laughs> It just means I know how to argue. It's not uh, it's not great. I did
1: I did youth leg. I did youth legislature. I did
2: oh, youth, cool. you called
1: it youth leg? Yeah, youth leg. The, the leg, cool
2: kids? I love the leg.
0: That. No,
1: You got to go to DC on a sleepaway trip, got my first hand job. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh. I had two girls on that trip. What
0: is it like for the adults when they're like, oh yeah, we're
1: taking these kids on this trip. <laughs> and really, it's just
0: a way they can all
1: oh, yeah. finger each other. I mean, listen, I don't know what those adults thought, but we were, like, pretending to pass bills and, like, pretending to be sinners and having anonymous sexual, you know, dalliances. like old were Like you? sinners. Like sinners. Um, I was 16.
2: Okay. Good for you. That's, okay. that's, good. that's
1: like uh, That's like my first, that was my first grown up. It's still a core what, memory. Was it a day. different country? Was it like Russia? No. You, no. Get a Russia uh, you
0: go to
1: DC. DC you go to DC uh, you pretend to be a rep. You pretend to be a congressperson.
2: They're not flying high schoolers <laughs> no, no, internationally. No. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> It, what, I don't no, know. I no, didn't I, see it. I, it no, or, so
1: what you're thinking is model UN. Model that's UN. A, but that's, that's what similar. I That's similar.
2: Okay, 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 okay. So
1: you can represent countries sometimes that model UN, but then sometimes it's just white people doing an accent,
2: and you're yeah. like, no, nah, you don't <laughs> got
3: to do all that. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you see,
0: there was something on TikTok. It was an old episode of Tyra Banks. Was it America's Top Model? America's yeah. oh, Top Phoebe, Model, you, yeah. Oh, Phoebe, did you watch do you all watch the... Shows, okay. Okay, so, this clip oh was... They got assigned different races. Yeah. yeah. And then they got handed a kid of that yes. actual race. Yeah. And it was a got milk
1: ad. Yeah.
0: It was a it hat
3: was... on a hat on
0: a hat. Yeah. Was, and, was, and they didn't care yeah, about I...
1: race swapping hard. Oh. Yeah. And, and
0: also when they said it, people would be like, ooh. Oh, I'll yeah. be Hawaiian. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrifying. It was, not,
2: it was not great. But it was a different time. Like, I know people say it all the time. <laughs> sure. But it really was a different time where it's like... We're just going to put some, like, banana shit on TV, and, like, people are going to tune in. And, like, we did. What? You know what I mean? Like, Of course. Yeah. Well, yes.
0: especially now that you've been on TV for so long, it's, there will come a time where you'll look yeah. back at something you did, yeah, and it'll be course. the equivalent of whatever this is. I mean,
2: maybe is. not as bad as that, but I'm sure yeah. I've said some stuff I that's, like, think. not... That, like, won't... Well, uh-oh. Something... My headphones went Your out. headphones went out? Yeah. Okay,
0: it's it's still recording. Okay, okay
2: it's back in. Um, uh, but, um... I'm I haven't said anything as wild as that, but I'm sure there are things that are gonna like not hold up well. I think that's sort of kind of like comedy in a lot of ways. Like even people who are sort of like they're ahead of their time, there's always there's something about the essence of comedy that's root, rooted in like what's going on around yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's hard to escape that. But I hope I, I don't say anything too.
1: What was much. what's the downside of moving to New York at eighteen?
0: Gosh.
2: Well, what
1: was not Felicity like
0: yeah.
2: about
1: New
0: York City?
2: Well, it was definitely like, you know, it's like we are trying to make fr- like it's really really like, oh, I have to like learn how to make friends because high school is just I don't know. It just feels different. But it's mm-hmm. like you're like my roommate was like never around. She had this Tamagotchi thing that she would always like leave in the room and it would like go off and like her parents would call.
1: Did you call CPS? You know you can call (laughs) call them folks if they leave and they tamagotchis I didn't but
2: I was like this bitch is ridiculous and her parents would like call and I have to be like oh she's not around I don't know where she like it was just like why the fuck am I yours? You ever go
0: to the tamagotchi and go like there's shit everywhere
2: I found it (laughs) I found it finally I don't remember what I did with it but so this was the thing. So our it was like me and my roommate. We had a uh, our bedroom, and then we shared a shower, and then there there was like another room on the other side. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I could hear like my roommate on like the other side of the shower, her and her boyfriend having sex. That's what's up in the shower, and it was so annoying because there was one time I really I had to like pee so bad and i was like holding it holding it and they were fucking in the shower oh wait
1: whoa, whoa whoa and i, I thought they were shower. fucking in the bedroom they were, fucking no, in the shower? they were
2: fucking in the shower so i had to pee in my trash can oh no. yes no phoebe yes no because it was either i was gonna like pee my bed and i didn't want to like pee my bed because i got like nice you know bed linens from like room essentials well, yeah, target yeah i was gonna pee in the bed pee in the sink I didn't want to go into the bathroom. No, but the, the sink, kitchen sink—you gotta sink.
1: get high up. They gotta stand we on the bathroom. No, oh,
2: we didn't have a kitchen sink. Not, not, not in the freshman
1: dorm. Oh, wait a second. So where was there a bathroom anywhere else on the floor?
2: I mean, so there were different dorms. So there were one dorm where there were like communal bathrooms and stuff, but I didn't have that dorm. So it was sort yeah, of sweet. Yeah, I had a suite that I shared. You know, you share the bathroom oh, yeah. with the you other. Th- you
1: thought you were getting a good deal.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, this is like mm. nice. I, you know, <laughs> I got like my little Dell, com- like my Ugh. PC oh, Dell. My God. Where I was like burning like, you know, music offline. Like, I How thought I was. How thick
1: was it? Like one of these bad boys, like a thick ass <laughs> computer? You remember those when laptops used to be like, it wasn't I a laptop. I
2: had like the desktop. Like, with the giant computer oh, that you sit the on, the, unit. I'm really old.
1: No, you know? no, 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 no. In a dorm room, that's big.
2: That's yeah. Big that was You got huge. trouble with that. Yes. My my parents hooked it up, and, yeah, but that was probably the worst part, was having to pee in a trash can, because my sweetmate mate was fucking in the... Can I you,
0: well, you got to take the... Then when they're done, you took the trash can and...
2: Well, I had a... It had a... <laughs> I would have done
0: that. I would have gone to the shower and done the
1: over the, you know, that that old prank. Yeah, but then, John you got to worry. She does that, then that guy comes very fast because he loves pee. And now, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you find out about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was not great. I, there was a trash bag in the trash can. So it was just like, I like tied it up and then, like.
0: It is part of growing up.
2: <sighs> the worst,
0: this is not, I'm not proud of this. What? I, I one time had uh, hooked up with someone in the hostel
3: mm-hmm.
1: going around Europe. Okay. And it was like, uh, It was like a 16 bed. Okay, so what's going on? You hooked up while those people
0: were in bed. I think it might have been empty, but like it was a space that someone could walk in so they could go to bed. Yeah. But but a 16 person hostel for for like 21 year olds, there's going to be some fucking
1: there's going to there's going to be not even some. fucking. there's going to be a lot of like, hey. You don't come down here. I'm on the top bunk. You like, hey, hey, just just stay up there. What were you like in college? Were you fucking in the showers? Uh, I never <laughs> fucked in the showers. The craziest place I had sex in college. I was like a dorm and a bed. Oh, okay, I got uh because theater department. I got my fair share of blowies in different places. Yeah, lots of cars. Uh, one time. On campus, like outside. That was like a fun little, you know, a little little treat for me. That's
2: uh, cute. Right? I
1: yeah, made out yeah. and the, the first guy I ever kissed, I made out with him in the costume shop in the wardrobe. I was like literally in the closet, in a huge closet, making out with this guy and we kissed and I remember being like Ugh, I'm what am I doing? I'm doing gay stuff. Let me get back to sewing. Like, it was very... (laughs) I was like, stop it. I'll say his name. I was like, stop it, Mackenzie. How dare you? Um, But yeah, I was... I mean, did you, I didn't hook up in crazy places until I like moved to New York. I
0: swear remember when I first started making out with people, I was like, I was ready to make out anywhere. And I was like, fuck any. And then I hit oh. I hit like some age. And I remember dating someone who loved to like make out all the time. And yeah. I'd be I I suddenly, like, uh like even Adam realizing they were naked, I was like, we can't just do this oh. in front of people. It's making people uncomfortable.
1: That's what but that's what you talk about when you talk about these city kids. Cause these city kids, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're on the sixth train, there yeah. are gonna be that's some Latino teenagers yeah. making out on top of you (laughs)
0: they don't have
1: parking lots of course they're gonna make out on top of sure that's
0: the equivalent of the of the blowjob in the car it's the blowjob on the six
2: let them kiss oh to be young and do that (laughs) that's so cute he
1: says wistfully (laughs) baby back when i was your age (laughs) if i had the energy and the time (laughs) i have neither (laughs) (laughs) um before i forget this yes i have to bring it up okay
0: You've you've been uh, glamping on Governors Island, right?
2: Oh yeah, it
0: was really it, nice. So, my girlfriend and I yeah went to Governors Island to mm-hmm. do shrooms for the first time, my first time, not hers. Okay. okay, big deal for me. Yes, and I I forgot that you can't go that close to the city, and not see people. Yeah, in the so I I was in red sweater, green sweatpants. I was high off my mind. I was eating the food. Yeah, and then Tova goes that's Phoebe Robinson over there ha! I go oh ha! my god ha! What ha! The we fuck? were there at the ha! same time we were there at the same time and that's I was like so I look like I mean I was wearing funny. the biggest yeah. sweatpants wrong yeah. colors never done shrooms before yeah. eating that's, that's- with my hands and and it was uh, it was it was I, I was glad we hadn't met.
2: That's so funny <laughs> because yeah. we saw
0: you there. And it, I mean, it was it's the most. This place was amazing, at least by my standards. It it's was so amazing.
2: cute. Okay.
3: Outdoor no, so tent, where
0: but warm
1: heated mattress. Where on Governor? I've only been to the the beach part of Governor's Island, like the Gitano Beach, like restaurant club situation they have there now for like gay parties. I've never been to like.
2: It's th- called Collective Retreats. Yeah. I can't remember where it is specifically on the island, but like, it's a, like, you, if you like went for a walk around the island, you would definitely like yeah. walk back. Like, okay. cause they, they have like quite a bit, it's like they have like a cute little like dining area, like people can sit out and stuff. Like, it's a nice, it's a nice vibe, but I had like booked that, like, I think like a couple of months in advance. I was like, I need to just like take some time off cause I was just like working, 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 working so hard. And then that was like the, when I went was like, I want to say the day or not the day, but like maybe like the week that everything's trash got canceled because I remember like all my studio execs like calling me and I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to you guys. So I didn't pick up anyone's call and I just went.
0: Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that how you deal with bad news? You're like, I'm going to go unplug.
2: I think it was honestly the universe knew that that weekend was going to be there. I just randomly picked that weekend. Oh. You know? And then, like, a couple of months later, like, you know, everything's trash got canceled. And I was like, well, I still have this thing, so I guess I'll, let like, go. And so I just went by myself, and it was, like, nice. I, like, went for walks and, like read books and watch some stuff I, like, downloaded on my iPad. Isn't and then, it crazy
1: that, like, you can get away from the city that quickly? Yeah. And just kind of be like, this is, listen, this isn't the wilderness, but it is just not the city.
2: Yeah, and it was, like, my first time ever going there, and now I've, like, done a couple, of, like, 5Ks there because I, really? I started running this this Ooh. past spring just to have, like, a hobby. And, like, um, I've always tried to run. I've just never been able to figure it out and then figure it out so now i, like, I signed up for a half marathon that i'm doing next spring half and was that marathon.
0: 13 miles is that right
2: 13.1 yeah i feel like i've always thought
0: if i ever ran that much something's given out Knees oh, gonna think? something no, he, you,
2: you work up to it i started really running in earnest in april and so i've you know have worked my way up and now I, i've Last weekend I ran seven miles and that was the most I ran at one time. But like I didn't start out trying to run seven miles like I was doing, you know, music or no. Yes. Yes. I love to run with music. Ooh. People who do it with
1: no, I put
0: them on a watch
2: list. Well, That's I
1: mean, parade. those people have something going. But there's still something going on in their head. Yeah. There's, they're not just thinking foot, 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 foot. They're thinking of something.
0: I'm getting stoned. If I'm ever doing that much of a running, like I like to go to uh, cycle. Yeah. A little bit stoned.
2: Oh, I fucking hate SoulCycle.
0: Ooh. You do. I'm not a fan because they. I think they may keep my shirt on. But why
2: don't you like it? Same it's- reason. <laughs> well, yes, they won't let you take your shirt off. That's why I hate Soul Cycle. Yeah. No, it's like I took it in LA this year with a, a co worker and. It's like just stupid stuff where it's like you're out of your seat and they're making you like do push-ups on the handlebar and I'm like that's actually unsafe. What Mm -hmm. you're asking me to do is unsafe to like the. So this guy like listen, I think all the instructors are like in their element. It's their time to shine. Uh So like he had a remote and was like turn on disco ball and was like I was like I actually don't like to work out like this. Like I I am very. Like, I want to get in there. I want to do the work. I don't need... You don't need to have a jazzy personality for me to fucking get now the job see? done. Uh-huh. Like, I just like an old school. And so it was too much, like, bullshit. I was like, fuck off. I just want to, like, burn some calories for an hour and then bounce.
1: That was yeah. such a specific trend and such a specific era in yeah. kind of fitness training. I was When I first moved to New York City, I was a personal trainer at David Barton Astor Place. Oh. And so, now it's New York Sports Club Astor. And, um... For a while, fitness Mm pop-ups, cycling pop-ups specifically, we're looking for bright, Evervescent, they didn't say it, but faggots to (laughs) to teach people. And some people are like, Oh my gosh, I love my cycling instructor. And this is what they didn't showcase. Some people were like, Okay, girl, you're doing a lot. Yes. I'm just on a bike. Because sometimes what people want out of a personal trainer is, hey, give me a plank now. Yes. Like, okay, I'm doing it. It's like, no, 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 you're not doing it. Fix it. Stay, stay. Let's go. Let's move again. Sometimes, sometimes it gets a little bit confusing if your brain is like, oh, this person's telling me what to do, but in the same breath, they're like, all right, girl, I mean, only if you want to. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you have to.
0: They always struggle with that. They always talk about like get in shape, yeah. but they also feel good. But it's like, we know why we're here at Soul Psych. That is we're the- not here. We're not here for the jam. That's the
1: dichotomy. Yeah. I
0: want. I feel like I. I. I like people who yell at me. Okay. I, I like. I want to. I want you. I want you, Phoebe. You're my trainer. Too much. I'd say it's a yelling. Phoebe.
1: This, you is, don't another,
2: need to be this at. is
1: another dad this, fuck,
0: is dad listen, listen, this is another dad thing. This is a dad thing.
2: You're a goddamn thing. adult. Do the sit up. I'm not gonna yell at you. <laughs> See, but I'm even not, that. But even I that. That's what yell I want. At you no. I'm not gonna no. yell at you. You piece of shit. God.
1: What kind of trainer? Like, are you very just like cold? No, I was just very direct, and I was very, I was, I had like a very good rapport with any of my clients, like before the session. But when the session started, I would always be like, "Okay, so we're gonna do this and this and this. Great. We're gonna start here. Love let's it. go." And there was always like an air of like, "Oh, are we gonna have fun?" I was like, "We're gonna go." We're listen, it's going to happen, so let's
0: do it. What classes are you taking? Because it sounds like you walk in and they put on music and you're like, ugh, music.
2: I so I am a Peloton thought. I love Woo! Peloton.
0: Which which teachers? So are you going I to? have
2: the bike and I have the treadmill. So I okay. love Adrian Williams is so hot. I bumped into him at Dumbo House and I like literally was like. I was so stressed <laughs> out when
1: I, I met when I met Cody in person. I was like, He's Oh, okay. Very handsome. I was like, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of man there.
2: That's, yeah. <laughs> Cody's my guy. I Cody's... always go to
1: Cody if I'm on the peloton. Hey, that's hey, Cody. Great. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this clip to him. Cody, <laughs> that's amazing. Listen, I have never been more jealous of a bike seat in my entire <laughs> life. I just want to put my a sticker of my face on the bike seat. Cody's Cody's a hottie and funny and nice. Do you hooked up funny. with Cody? I've never hooked up with Cody. Don't do that here. Yeah. No. Oh Are you God. asking? Would I? No,
0: uh, clearly, you just said you'd be the seed. I'm aware. Cody, I want Cody to do the podcast.
1: He's my Wait favorite. Can when I, I to tell I the you something, Gianmarco? The thing that you just said, I did not expect it to end with, I want Cody to do the podcast. You hear him, People, He went, I him. want Cody to do the podcast. <laughs> ah! Listen, that can be a lot of code. My girlfriend, the first thing I posted about her,
0: I said, oh, you ever meet someone you just want to do a podcast with? <laughs> she was so mad. She was like, you dumb motherfucker.
3: Uh, that's That's uh, the
0: first step for me. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I love them all. Just Sims, Toon Day. There's oh, a, you know, you
1: know yeah, the Peloton family.
2: Day, Callie's good. There's a lot of great people. But I, for me, I like my preference is to work out in the morning, even though tonight I'm going to work out tonight. But I like to work out in the morning. I actually. I don't like a lot of like like I was taking like rumble boxing classes and mm-hmm. I was like I, f- <laughs> I was like I don't want this is this is too loud it and I too really loud. I like for my exercise to be not meditative but like it's like my me time so even if I'm doing like a Peloton class where I'm like lifting weights and there's a playlist like. And they're talking, you know, they'll do stories and whatnot, but yeah. it is really like, okay, it's about the actual, like, exercise. Yes. And so that's what I like. And I like to lift weights and run. Yes. And do Pilates. And, like, I really am passionate about exercising. So I just feel like there's so many times where people just, like, want to hang out with someone and pretend like they're working out. And I'm like, that's a waste of money. There's
0: a new one in New York. It's, like, it's like Rumble-ish, but they have a full-service bar. No. So you work out, you bar, no. you club. Literally. It looks like, it Ridiculous. Looks like a Ridiculous.
1: I <laughs> refuse to go there. And, and Rumble was wild, too, because Rumble had like a bunch of celebrity investors. Bieber. R-
3: Bieber. Uh, uh,
1: what's his name? Who doesn't uh, have any writers? Oh. <gasps> what?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the correct yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he, yeah. Was, he was a big, my sister used to work at
1: Rumble in LA. And yeah. People uh, would come in. It's so funny. In. My husband helped found Rumble in New York. So, like, there is, like, also, like.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Right? It's just I'll, not for me. Hey,
1: guess what, Phoebe? It wasn't for me either. I okay. did two of them. Uh, <laughs> but also, like, scooter <laughs> right. can't wait to see what some of that out. money i think for some of us the workout is
0: so awful to do you're like i need to be blinded and deaf well, to just get through it's,
1: this it's black lights and then like rap that that instructor likes and then kind of boxing and then mostly victoria's secret models just taking pictures afterwards
2: and it's mm. like you're tr- you're straining to hear the instructor over the loud music and it's like this is annoying, and I don't actually think I'm, like...
1: And you know how they get yeah. you? Because boxing training sessions, the the real work is one-on-one work. So, like, yeah. if you really want to know how to box, then they go, oh, well, you actually need to sign up with a... So it's kind of an upsell in the sense that, yeah. like, you can't get one-on-one Work in that class
2: exactly. I have, yeah, there's yeah, one. Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's called core. It's like the Pilates machine one. But th- some classes they have teachers where they just kind of talk the whole time like this, and they never give you a break, and you don't understand a single fucking word. Yeah, that they're I hate saying. that. Some yeah, teachers, yeah, yeah. some te- some exercise teachers are like, guys, listen to me. It's like, no, it's not us. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. Some teachers are
1: bad. They'll be like, yes. striped shirt, striped shirt. What are you doing? What are you doing? I did not say do that yet. Striped shirt, and you're like, me? Is it me? Is I'm <laughs> striped shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you teach Soul Cycle. No, I couldn't teach Soul Cycle. I just learned how to ride a bike during the pandemic.
2: Nice. I still don't know
1: how to ride a bike. Yeah, so. I don't
2: either. Whoa. Really?
1: What's the What's the downside of not? Because as a as a recent convert, yeah. I like biking.
2: I know. I don't know how to ride a bike or swim, and I feel like I wish I knew how to do sort of like carefree activities. Okay.
1: Like that. Swimming is Swimming is kind of level based though, because like. You can swim or you can, like, be very good at swimming. Riding right. a bike is kind of baseline.
2: Yeah. So I think for swimming, I would just like to be able to, like, go on vacation. Like, when I, my friend and I, my bestie and I, we went to Nice um, uh-huh. this summer. And she, like, went in the ocean. And I was like, I'll go in, like, up to, like, my hips. But, like, that's it. Like, I wish I could just, you Plus know, go into...
0: Take Some, a lesson. Do you ever want to take a lesson? I would love to. I just yeah, wonder, yeah. It's, it's swimming because it's just something that I was thrown into like a pool one Literally. day. Literally. Yeah. That it's hard for me. To, it, it's, and it's not in a, a cruel way, but I'm just like, just go like this. Right. <laughs> just go like well, this. Well, your body,
1: you, you, you like kind of intuitively know how to tread water, which is the final step of swimming that like most people are scared of. Cause like yeah. swimming in like, Swimming from point A to point B, like a front crawl, that can be taught pretty quickly. Treading water and having the like endurance and kind of like knowledge of your buoyancy is hard.
2: Yeah. Especially as
1: an adult. Because you like crash. Your instinct is, I gotta get out of there, I gotta get out, I gotta get out. Um I meant to say, you know, Moses was
0: gonna do the podcast one day. He did it eventually, but he couldn't
2: there was, I
0: guess, a hawk on set and something was going wrong with the hawk.
2: Oh and, and so yeah. he couldn't make the, the a hawk
0: but there was a, there was an animal
2: a hawk So we had this episode of Everything's Trash where my character was going to be featured like in this Timeout magazine thing mm-hmm. and I was like the only way I can like really make this badass is like with a hawk because like there's all these like black like black celebs who were like Usher like has a picture with a hawk yeah. and like all these people like Red King tail Bears. hawk Oh gosh! Do
0: I have, I have, I, think I don't I have think it was a
2: red-tail hawk, but that is actually fun, funnily enough. In my old apartment, before I moved into my new place, I had two red-tail hawks, which is really rare come onto my balcony, and they were eating a pigeon. Like, Whoa, they were taking yeah. turns. That's hot. And so...
0: God, this is the ha- this is the picture of Moses. Oh, yeah, that's an and owl. owl. And
1: this is what we got when we said, where
0: are yeah, you, Moses? Yeah,
2: it's an owl. Yes, yeah, so we oh, had a, an owl. Yeah, it was an owl. Um,
1: Great horned owl.
2: But a red tail hawk, so I I got into it with my astrologist. It is So it was just, like, very much a signal of, like, massive change is going to happen what? in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what that means. They don't normally get near people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like crazy. Are you happy you left that pigeon out (laughs) now? That was like, it was so crazy because I like slept in. It was like while we were shooting, I think I had a day where I wasn't shooting till the afternoon so I could sleep in a little bit. And I didn't feel like going to set, even though I could have just to do producer stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll just go. I'll sleep in. And so I heard like a little bit of noise and where I live was like a busy street. So I was like, Oh, it's probably just someone outside being like annoying. And so <laughs> I, you know, eventually I get out of bed. I'm like, Oh, I'll just like make tea or something. So I walked to the, the, the fridge. And so it's like the kitchen and then faces the balcony. And I just turned and I saw this one hawk going to town on this, like, pigeon and making like you know like when you eat something it's it, it tastes good they're <laughs> yeah, yeah. so making all it's these like sounds stab, crackle, and pop. You, you telling me the hawk was like mm, it I'm was it was making <laughs> sounds like it was loving it so much and then the other hawk was like standing watch and then they would switch. save some for me yes and they would switch places and the <laughs> other one would go eat and the other one would stand watch uh, and i was like this is so nuts i have video of it i'll oh show it to God. you guys and then like a few weeks later I had, or maybe like a couple months later, there was one that came down to, they shit all over my balcony. All right. So one was on the bottom, (laughs) like chilling on the floor. One was on like the railing and then one was like above the railing and they were all just sort of looking around and I was like, I have to move out of this apartment. The universe is telling me to get out. Cause it's a place I lived in with my ex and I broke up with him. So I think it was just like bad juju. And so like I left, I was like, I can't be here anymore. I have to move out. I crazy.
1: I love I love animals. I specifically love animals like a red-tailed hawk. Because, like, Tobias from Animorphs got yeah. stuck as a red-tailed hawk. That could have been Tobias.
2: That could have been. could have been to eating pigeons. But it was crazy.
1: Are, were you scared, scared? Or were you just like, this is weird?
2: Well, it was just like you never. That's like what you see on, like, Richard Attenborough is, like, narrated. Yeah, like yeah. You don't expect to see that, like, six feet from where you are. Yeah. And so it was just
1: the city has it was crazy. New York City has the highest density of peregrine falcons because of the pigeons. So like mm. we like it's so funny because like you can be like oh the city we control the city but no just nature like d- like envelops you and goes in and around you so like New Yorkers are like the city we don't care about animals and then like you realize oh no holy shit like raccoons in Central Park know where people go so they go at dusk right when people are leaving like just eat people's stuff like nature will win
0: of course that was a fun part of COVID was the the things of nature like coming back yeah. into the wild.
1: Oh, yeah. Because they were like, oh, it's cool now. Yeah, yeah. Animals yeah. come out in the daytime like humans are sick. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry about your grandma anyway. Are you like an animal guy? You see a <laughs> raccoon? do You have to be like, don't pet that raccoon. Uh, I will never touch a wild animal, but I do love animals. I'm like a, I'm like one of the. I was a zoo books kid. You know, like they are different type of gays, and so like I was like a early on like animal. Heard gay. zoo book gay. Yes, day, you, you, have, you, can, you can give me a piece of paper. Yes, I have to write down all the different have. kinds of gays I've heard of in my life. And why do we categorize ourselves with animals, John Marco? If we don't like point. zoology, that's a good point. Yes, who he put says the zoo book a gay a in charge of the? <laughs> Uh, a zoo book, yeah. Ranger Rick and zoo books. Um, what, what were what were, did you have like favorite animals growing
2: up? In Ohio, mm, do did, did they got I bears was, in Ohio? No. Sure, I don't know. I was never a big animal person. I'm still not. Okay, they're fine. Yeah, but I'm not like
0: you put one in your TV show. That was a. Th-
2: I know, but that was for jokes. But that was like really. I was so scared about the owl. Like, cause yeah? the thing is like. I love like writing things and then it's like, oh, I have to like actually do it. Uh huh. And so like the show writer, I was like, I, at the show run, I was like, I need to talk to you. And he like held my hand and I was like, I'm really nervous. This is like stressing me out. He was like, you don't have to do it. He was like, we can like, you know, fudge or whatever. We can get a puppet. Yeah. He was like, you do not have to do this if you don't want to do it. And like, just someone being like, oh, you don't have to do it. Just like free me to be like, okay, it's fine. I was like, "Well, just rally. So I did it. And I had like, it feels like insane because it was just like right here. I'm like holding it. And it's just like, it's wild like I'd never like held an owl yeah, before. Phoebe, you were
1: holding a dinosaur.
2: It was so it was a dinosaur. It was really cool. Like I was kind of like when it was over, I was like, Oh yeah, that was worth it.
0: It was worth it. We did that once there was some summer camp I did where they had animals and yeah. the owl shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> the second I
2: got the owl
0: shit on me. And like at the age where that was like embarrassing. Yeah. That yeah. would be funny. But at that age it was like, oh that's yeah. good
2: luck though. I've been shit on by a pigeon. It's yeah. good luck. Who
0: now? Where? Where? Where did that start?
2: I don't know where it started, but that I think some some shit
0: all over them. They couldn't go home to change, and they were like, "You're not gonna change." And they're like, "It's uh, it's good
1: luck." Or someone <laughs> like good luck. someone like got shit on them. Noticed the shit. Stop for a second. Car goes zooming by. Uh, runs the red oh. light. And they go, "Oh my god." Yes. Good luck. Thanks for looking. Thanks looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like a pigeon came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> At the pigeon marketing meeting, they're like, first of all, first, first, first of all." does everyone have bread okay cool the waiter will come around with something secondly how do we convince humans that us shitting on them is a good thing any (laughs) idea okay frank what you got good luck good luck okay all right
2: it works works every time so your show yes which is no more which is no more yeah
1: Oh, you're candid about that. Some people, some people are weird. Some people are like, which who knows? Yeah.
2: Some people get
1: weird.
2: Well, it's just like you know, they canceled it last year. It was really annoying, frustrating. I did not. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, and they also canceled on my family, my cousin Jordan Carlos. You know. you, you know, guys are related? No, but I tell people that because we're both from Mississippi. <laughs> oh my
3: god! People always people could u- be. People Who used knows?
1: to tag us in photos as the other person when I wore my glasses a lot more. Lee? Oh. Yeah. And then I was like, Jordan, they're always saying we look alike. Isn't it racist for all these white people to think we look alike, <laughs> that we know each other? He was like, I know, Jay, that's right. Where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Mississippi. He's like, what part? I was like, Jackson. He was like, oh, my cousin went to Callaway. I was like, I went to Murrah. Oh, maybe we are <laughs> <laughs> related. You know what? Sometimes white people get it right. It, they, it, it, that must <laughs> have happened a lot with with tagging like back in the facebook days where people were all manually Ooh, tagging you know who, ta- who uh, mama do and jordan carlos people uh, white people in from basically 2016 all the way up until oh 2020 God, that's the so way they would tag me as one of them or like compliment me on a joke about being from africa or compliment me a joke yeah. about my like or, or just like say they saw me on Girl Code, or whatever, whatever, whichever
0: yeah, one he was on, I'm, I'd be I'm like. I got
2: mistaken for Nicole Byer. and I'm like, you're not even trying. Uh,
0: I got mistaken Black for Harrison to- Greenbaum, too, Shut as the well.
2: Fuck no, it John happened It happened once. I'll I'll fucking you. me, too. It no, happened do once that. to me. No, you can't be a part of this. Sorry. <laughs> you can't be a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry it happened to you once.
3: <laughs>
1: I remember when it happened, I was like, guys, look at me, too.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but you 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 literally you did you did you did the show that, that every every comedian is trying yeah. to make their the show about them yeah. and 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 looking back on it and it, the what were you what do you look back and you go oh fuck i wish i had known this then as i made that show because it feels like as i was like pitching yeah. my show yeah. there was a feeling of like you guys saw me do 5 minutes of stand up mm. and you think i know how to do this shit this is so. It's so many skills at once. Yeah, yeah, Acting, yeah. Writing the overall trajectory. Yeah. What like w- w- that process? What did you walk away going
2: like, oh shit? Yeah. Know that- about owls. <laughs> I will say it's the, it's the hardest I've ever worked in my life. It was Ooh. literally seven. So we we got greenlit uh, fall of. is that right maybe end of summer had to quickly assemble a room we started the room October 2021 we had to re we had to rewrite and um Reshoot the pilot because we shot the original pilot on sound stages in in Burbank, and I really fought to shoot in New York, but it was like at the height of COVID, mm-hmm. and it was so expensive to shoot in New York that they were like, we have to do a sound stage, and then they were like, yeah, we don't like it because it doesn't look like New York. It just feels like, Ugh. you know, because everything was like interiors and it was just like it just yeah. you could you can always tell when some place is not New York. Um, so they were like, yeah, we need to like redo it. Um, so. <sighs> Uh, I think we started, sh- we did the writer's room until like middle of March. And then we held on to a couple of people just for like tweaks and rewrites. And then we shot, wrapped July like first, the show came out the following week. Then I did press for like two weeks and then I went to Hawaii by myself because I was just so burnt out. I broke up with my ex while working on the show. Like it was just so much. So I would just say like it is when you write, create, star, and produce a show Mm -hmm. like you are. I was never overwhelmed by like having to make choices and doing stuff because like, you know, I really sort of. I was a producer on Two Dope Queens, the podcast and yeah. the show. So it's like, I just sort of like, every time I was working on a project, I always like sort of learned how to collaborate with others. So that wasn't hard, but it was, it literally was just like, you were just, you're not stopping. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it, it's like, I would sh- come home. We were like, first we like wrap the room. And then the showrunner and I, we get on call, talk about stuff. Then I would go and like, punch up someone's script and then like it was just there was always something to do yeah and so i think it was just sort of that thing like when you're in it you're just in it and then it probably took me like six months to recover from it Woo. like literally like i was just so tired and i didn't even realize it because you're just going yeah. and then when you stop you're like Holy fuck. So that was, that's the thing I always tell people. I'm like, prepare for it to like truly take over your life. And you go yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no. You, yeah. like, you, you don't hear, have a life. You
1: hear that? Aspiring multi-hyphenates.
2: That's the downside.
1: <laughs> you don't
2: have a life. You don't have a life. You Wait, don't have a life. Because the
1: press junket, that is the craziest part, is you do all of the work. You rap. Things are out and then they go, Oh, can we they basically pull a Phoebe can I grab you for another um two months? It's like, well Yeah. But well, I've been talking about it. No, nah, but now you gotta talk about it in front of camera.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it was all it was fun. Like I love my cast. Like we all like still hang out, me, Takara and neca Takara plays my best friend on the show, and neca plays my sister in law. We do like a monthly like FaceTime where we like, it's, it's like two hours where we just like, Kiki, whatever. Jordan and I hang out. We went to the US Open together. Ooh. And we're going to do like, I think, a writer's strike protesting you, next week.
1: No, we went to the US oh, Open. Oh, yes, you, together. yes. That you, wasn't you and Jordan. I. <laughs> I
2: gotta
1: stop doing that. I'm so
2: sorry. You guys are so confused. <laughs> but I still talk to the writers and stuff. So I'd say, even though like I did not like working with the network that I was on, um,
1: I love can say something. I'm not bad. When people are candid about shit like that, it really does free up anyone else in the industry. It's like if people go, "Oh, they're only paying twenty thousand dollars for this," and no one told you that they're only paying twenty thousand dollars for this. Like the minute someone says something like, "Oh, I didn't love working with them," yeah. instead of people being like, "Oh, girl, let me talk about it later," yeah, tell you, if someone's like, "I didn't like working with them." That frees up so many other creatives to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, Thank great. you. Let's talk about the tonight show. Um,
2: okay,
0: I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
2: You. We all love honesty. Uh so Child, when, you about to have me out this George. Uh-uh. You're not getting me caught up in that. When
0: when it when it was when when you found out the news, yes. Was it was there any relief? Was you, Were you devastated? Was it just surreal, like, this thing that was everything was gone? Like, how did, you ha- how did you deal with it?
2: It was a lot of things. Like, I felt like our network didn't, like, really believe in us and support us in ways that they should have. Um, I was really sad because I was, like, I just feel like we should have been given a fair shake, and we weren't. So I was, like, upset. I was also sort of, like... You know, I didn't think that we were the best fit, so it did feel like in some ways the universe was like releasing me to find something better, find a better partnership. But I still think, you know, I think about this show from time to time and I was like, it was a good show. And I think mm-hmm. it was like one of those things like it definitely could have had like a happy ending sort of trajectory where we go on to do like three, four seasons and whatever. But I think Yeah, was I was upset and I was sad and it was three years of my life. And so it just, like, it takes so long Ooh, just wow. to get it going. And then for it to fall apart like that, I definitely felt like a failure for a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just like, well, Issa's figured it out and Quint has figured it out. Why haven't I figured it out? And, you know, I think now I've made peace with it and, like, it brought people in my life who would have never come into my life. You know, like NECA, um, does like a lot of theater acting and like I don't do theater acting so there's probably no way I would have ever met her. And like, so I definitely do feel like it worked out in the end, but was I definitely like angry and upset and sad and crying and all those things? 100%. I felt like it wasn't fair. And I'm very, (laughs) I'm very much a person, I'm a Libra. So I'm very much about justice and fairness and life is not fair, and it's really I understand that, and I know that, but in moments, and I'm working on this in therapy where it's just like I do this false equivalent sometimes of like, well, I did everything right, so then this should be the outcome Ooh. and it's just like sometimes it's not you could do everything right, and it still won't work, and yeah. so like I just have to like accept that, and I just I have control issues like i I like for you know everything to work out, and i so there's a lot. If anything, yeah.
0: Mulaney's TV show did give a real good like,
2: <laughs> hey, I mean, look, if it, can, it can happen to Mulaney.
1: You know, it's just I like know. TV is a fucking TV And TV is so ever changing now. TV is this amorphous blob of like what does it even mean to be on TV like that? What does it mean to create TV? And I think you also said something that I hope more people understand. You're like, oh, like Isaac did it and Quinta did it. But like part of part of the fear with like black creatives now and black women creatives, if it's it's like, well girl, I don't want you to have to do everything. Yeah. I want you to be able to write a couple episodes and relax. Maybe you guest star on a couple episodes. But now, like, Hollywood, and it's part of the black excellence, like, kind of conundrum, where it's like black excellence is, like, great, but it's also like, why aren't you being excellent, Phoebe? Yeah, we I need know. black excellence right now, not black kind of successful. <laughs> excellence, five yeah. seasons.
2: Yeah, I just sort of felt like, oh, they were able to crack the code, and I couldn't.
1: Yeah, but also you d- you crack the code, having a season, having a show where you're kind of an auteur yeah. is cracking the code. Like every time that any one of us, especially me and you, we, and we've talked about this like at length, any achievement, you're like, oh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't have that thing though. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of maturity in what you're saying.
2: Thanks. Yeah. i appreciate that you know i think it's taken time for me to like get over it and just also like now it's just like we're, we're dealing with this strike. kit there's just always going to be something and, and so i think like for me i think what i've just been working on is sort of like not having my identity tied up in like my work and like what Ooh. i create and like you know, I take the I take the losses. I'm a sensitive soul, I'm an empath. so I take the losses and the failures and the rejections very deeply, and it hurts a lot. So I'm just trying to be like, I don't want it to like inca- incapacitate me it's what's like, your
1: what's your personality now if your if your whole personality isn't being tied up in a TV show or being tied up in the success of the kind of media, comedy, production world. What's your per- what? What's Phoebe, what's that part of Phoebe that you're obsessed with now?
2: You know, I think I'm in a place where I am spending more time with friends and, like, traveling and resting and running. Like, okay. I, I was a person who never had hobbies. I was just like, work, 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 work. Mm. That's, like, all I did, all I did, all I did. And then during COVID, my last book came out. And my publicist got me like a thing, or it's like a something for New York Times, where it's like a hidden talent or whatever. And I was like looked at, it and I was like, oh, I think I'll just like pass. And she's like, but it's the New York Times. And I was like, I don't have a hidden talent. I was like, all I do is work, like literally. <laughs> oh no! And I there's was like, there's those
0: moments. There's those moments. I I got a, yeah. a new a new uh, manager, and they had a question of they were like. Casually, just like, so, and who are your friends in comedy? Like, who are you really close with in stand-up? And I was like, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just, and there's there's more, but it, it yeah, was yeah. it was definitely a moment of like, I was like, next question. That's <laughs> none of your fucking <laughs> business, frankly. Yeah, who happened. are my good friends in stand-up and not just acquaintances who I work with every couple weeks? <laughs>
1: that happened to me, I want to say two weeks ago. Someone said, oh, I see everything's going great, but like, what do you do for fun? And then I listed another work thing, and they stopped yeah. me and said, no, but like, what are you doing for fun? And I was like, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. No. It's very easy to get caught up in the hustle and the cycle of like achieving, achieving, advancing, advancing, trying to get more money so you can get out of like whatever financial state yeah. that you're in. And so when I was like, I don't have any hobbies. And I was like, that's kind of sad. Cause I was like, what was that? I was 37 maybe. And I was like, that feels a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. that my life is just work. So I think, who I am now, sort of just like, I think I'm trying to be, I love to achieve and cross things off my to-do list. But I think this industry, in particular comedy is so approval based.
3: Ooh. And
2: so Instant approval based, it's like the better you do, it is sort of, predicated on someone saying yes to you in a way that's like not like it just is like this just feels like fucked up and weird. Um and so I think I'm in I'm in a transitional f- space now where I'm like I only and it's also a place of privilege. I'm lucky enough financially be in a place where I'm like I only want to do things that I'm really either a passionate about are going to be a great creative work opportunity, gonna be a great like philanthropic opportunity or I have a chance to to learn.
1: Yeah, or someone hot is there.
0: <laughs> I love yeah. it. We gotta talk about that. Let's go to our next segment. This, this has gotta stop. stop. This has gotta stop. Phoebe, is there something that's gotta stop?
2: Gosh, I, and I recognize I'm sensitive about this because I am also an author, but I am so sick of celebrities Pretending like they write their fucking books, Ooh! and they're on Ooh! Instagram, and I'm Ooh! like, I've worked on this. Let me let me do an unboxing. I've worked on this for you guys. I've worked on my book for so many this months. My first and time I, seeing the text, and I Ooh. can't. I'm looking at it right now, and oh my god, this book looks amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to read. I'm like, you didn't write it. You didn't write it. They didn't write it,
1: and them motherfuckers can't even read the title.
3: It's like, so it's annoying. Like it. And the bottom read. line
1: is.
0: The majority of people think they wrote yes. it. And that's just the bottom line. Ugh. Ugh. They believe it. And oh we know, God. and a small sliver knows,
1: and it doesn't matter. They're always like, Four word by body of the text by.
0: <laughs> and then thank you. That guy that wrote Trump's book, like he wrote all these things about how he regretted it and whatnot. But no matter what, people were like, Trump wrote that book.
1: Of course, yeah. it's a genius. <laughs>
0: Who is there? Is there one that's far enough away that you can be like, this one bothered me that's the most? That's a good
2: one, though. I'm not, I'm not going to drag anyone publicly like that, but I just think in general, like, listen, I understand it's a hustle. You get that book deal. Someone's offered you a lot of money. You don't have to fucking do anything. You can hire a ghostwriter. They'll do Like, I understand the hustle yeah. as to why you want to do it, but there's something about it, especially as someone who has their own imprint and is like, looking at book submissions and knows that, like, especially if you write a novel, you have to write the entire thing. Yeah. Then you give it to your agent, uh-huh. and then your agent shops it around, and you hope that someone buys it. So you know that people are literally putting years into a thing where they're not making one cent. Yeah. And then they have this fucking, like, A-lister celebrity, and their, like, palatial house be like, you guys, I'm <laughs> – I'm so excited to share like just my work with you guys and the world is crazy but I really feel like this book it just means so much to me. It's just like you literally didn't even you probably haven't even read it. You had you probably have not even read the final fucking well, con- like well, it's when so they do weird. The, when they do
1: the audiobook they read it. Sure. That yes, that's what they and, read And, and reinforces. <laughs> well, every now and, reinforces. and then, during the audiobook. they'll be like, girl, I didn't even know this shit happened. Wait a second. This is pretty good. So personally, I am excited to
0: read Britney Spears' book. <laughs> no. And I believe stop. she was. I know. I know. It depends how many emojis. If there's no emojis in it, you know it's that oh she's not right in that one. <laughs>
2: well, I appreciate people like Will Smith, who I know people are like have complicated feelings about him. But he... Was very honest about him working with a writer. I'm yeah. like, just admit that. Sure. That's totally fine. Sure.
1: Yeah. He said, keep my wife
2: <laughs> out of this fucking book. And I think he has the person he worked with. I think it's like their name is on the cover or something. So it's like, I think Alicia Keys did that too. So it's like, that's shit I appreciate. But when you're yeah. just like, Pretending and they fucking win awards for they it. They have a like, couple
1: Instagram pictures of them at an old school typewriter. You're like, yeah, no, you didn't type it up on that.
2: It's so ridiculous. My favorite are
0: all those presidential picks. Trump did a lot, but they've all do it where they're pretending to write. Oh where, like they're pretending to read. <laughs> like
2: they, yeah. uh, but Trump <laughs> yeah. did one
0: that was blank pages. That was <laughs> one of the <laughs> funniest <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's go on to our final segment.
3: Your blessing. <laughs>
0: you better count your blessing. I uh uh, I'll do one. This is a this is only only because you're here because okay. our our stand up origins began similarly with the one Linda Smith I at love Caroline's comedy club. She yeah. was the class I took her class one summer uh, when I was in New York for from college she was my intro into stand-up she's great and uh, she was so support- and then I like you know didn't do stand-up for six years and then when yeah. I came back she was like cool
2: oh you didn't do it for you took that big of a no, break no I
0: mean I was, an a- I was a musical theater kid so I Got did it, it and then I was like I'm an actor slash stand-up I did it once a year and then when I came back like Linda was was like we'll get you in on that Monday night show no, he don't just, worry. You'll, you'll be comic number fifty-six. It was a very, he
1: was very serious musical theater.
2: Wow, very that's cool. That's so cool. I love that. But he still sings. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you, you
0: did that class. Two
2: thousand eight. Do you July, remember anything from
0: that first, your first five?
2: Yeah, I had like a, like a catcalling joke that did okay, but it was just really exciting because it was like you know you do the graduation show and like. Sunday afternoon at Caroline's, and, and I think I invited some coworkers who knew I was taking, like, a stand-up class, and I just, I remember feeling very comfortable on stage, mm, you know, and I think that's because I did improv a little bit in college, and I took, like, Chris Gether came to Pratt and taught us, like, a couple of times, which was, like, really nice, so I think I just it was always like, oh, this feels comfortable, yeah, and, like, I got, like, a few laughs, but I was like, oh, this feels like I could be up here, and I'm, like, not panicking. I tried because
0: Caroline's closed. Yeah. One of the last shows there, and I was like, oh, this will be fun. I said, let me do my first bit from class. And it bombed so goddamn hard. (laughs) It bombed so goddamn hard. (laughs) In my head, I was like, I had, uh, sometimes I had these moments where I'm like, you know what,
2: that old bit was actually pretty
0: good. I don't know why I stopped doing it. And then you do it, you're like, oh, I guess I'm like, like, oh, yeah, no.
2: I won't even, I wouldn't even tell you what any of my old bits. No, we don't need to, we don't need to do that.
1: I was, it was, it was dirty. I was, I was, I, go, I was going blue. Early. Early. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what happens. Though. You go, oh, is this transgressive?
0: But that was the first. It was I had an ex, and she texted me. She said, do you remember what kind of KY that we used? Wow. And it was, that, it was that moment where something was so oh, insane wow. that I was that's like, weird. I got to talk about this on stage. I feel so humiliated. <laughs> I need to tell people to absolve myself.
3: <sighs> so that's but, my blessing. What kind,
1: what kind of KY was it?
3: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I feel like it was like, 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 whatever you know CVS store brand listen lube. I wasn't going nice
2: <laughs> no judgment
1: essentials
2: it's the same yes. it's the same thing
0: yes. like quilt. It's the same as the off brand yes, scale
1: i i believe you i listen i have expensive <laughs> lube now but that wasn't always the case it's the same as the cheap lube no it's not the same billy <laughs> really? no i'm a gun oil this is a gun How oil slippery house. can it get gun oil yeah <laughs>
0: I honestly feel like like the the kind of the general podcast that Russell and I have yeah. will be like the first straight hosted podcast to advertise. Be sponsored by Gun Oil, by gun oil. or, bo- or gun Boy oil. Butter. What is it? Boy Butter is another one. Lot. People- boy butter is a lot. That's a lot for for boy butter.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what you're getting. And I, yes. I like the transparency. Shreebe
0: so.
1: likes it. She's yeah. gonna
0: buy some. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the next book's
1: about.
2: <laughs>
0: Do they, but Boy Butter, it's advertised as like this is for
1: gay guys. There's, okay. I, could, I could use it, right? You can definitely use it. on. The, you can use it. It's lube, but yeah, on the cover, use it. there's an arm yeah. with a muscle with like a churn. Like, and it comes like in a little, but, it's packaged like butter. <laughs> I like that
0: uh, that this is my pitch for Zine. It's like it's roommates one gay one straight. Uh-huh. Straight guy gets someone over. He
1: needs right. lube. He has to borrow it. Yeah. But it's like it's that or it's just a big Yeah. yeah. Well, there's it's like a, it's like <laughs> a dick and you have to jack the dick off to get the lube out and, and use it on the girl that you're hooking up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is actually can see some DeMarco. Um let's sell that. Let's sell that. <laughs> okay, there's <laughs> a we're not officially currently.
0: pitching it right now, yeah. but in theory,
1: we'll pitch this someday. Oh.
2: I'm out. As a Shark Tank (laughs) No I'm I'm out. Phoebe's
1: an actual (laughs) producer. She actually has a production company. And she
2: said no on
1: the spot. She just made a TV show. And she was like, what if we added an owl
0: in the scene? And he takes the lube and he flies away. I'm back in.
1: Uh, Yeah, what if the person who brings everything together is this incredibly beautiful, funny, talented, glamping, running Mm. icon who happens to be, I don't know, my cousin? (laughs) You have a blessing. Oh, uh, I have a blessing. Yes, New York City. It's fun to be here in the summer. People are complaining, I'm happy about the heat. You get to dress slutty. You get to go out at nighttime. I'm enjoying the summer. And I know it's after Labor Day, but I'm enjoying summer until we can't.
0: And so. everyone can
1: pull this top off, Jay. Oh, my goodness. Everyone can, everyone can wear a tank top. Everyone can wear knits and <laughs> yeah. shorts. This is also low for summer.
2: So cute. It from, the, from
1: the kids. This is what the kids are doing now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good look, right? You can pull it off. Yeah, so he's. I'll, I wish you could see his wrists are so fashion forward, but okay. the rest of him is so scared to even try a new thing.
0: Um, like my what's so fashion? Your forward? wrist, my my wrist. Oh, I yes. see. Oh, sure, yeah. that's the word we're using: what? fashion forward, <laughs> like effervescent. <laughs> yeah, as as he's, he's so bubbly. <laughs>
2: what what scares you fashion wise? Why can't you just do it?
0: I think. Uh, first, I was right, my father had no fashion, so right. I, I I I feel like I. Don't, well, he, he
1: was old fashioned. That's yeah. the thing.
0: I don't know what's cool and what's like. Uh, would kitschy be the word, or or just like just like, ugh, that's weird and gaudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I the other day I, I said this in the last episode, but I I I found a thrift store. There was a there was a wrestling shirt. I showed it to Tove. I said I think this shirt, and she said, that feels too gay, baby.
2: No, was like, what was what? on it? What was on it, was it? Two
0: wrestlers doing a move, and she was like, "It looks like he's eating his ass." I was like, "That's a that's a wrestling move that he's <laughs> was doing." Was it Rikishi who was on the show? It was just like it was like collegiate wrestling. Yeah. Okay, uh, and and so like I just uh, don't know. Like I feel like I want to wear tank tops. I like short shorts. I like, and and then and then I just don't know.
2: You should just go shopping with a friend who you think is fashionable. Yeah, he texts Jay all the time. I, he texts me
1: for outfits. I'll take yeah. you shopping.
2: And then you, you guys can like pick out like three outfits together, and that could just sort of be like, okay... This is like a fun, like athletic look. This is like a fun date night look. So this is like a standard issue look, and then that way that can be like sort of your also.
1: If you go on TikTok, there are so many yeah. men who are telling other men what clothes to buy. Yeah, you can pull off all of those looks.
2: Yeah, I
0: have fashion breakdowns where, like, if I'm in a bad mood, it somehow goes into the fashion. Yeah. and I I put on an outfit. I'm getting ready to go, and I go, no, this looks like this looks like shit. No, and I like I spiral, and I'll change four times and i'm like what's happening what's cool what's but happening sometimes
2: you just have to go through that to get the right outfit like i yeah. do that too where i'm like oh this isn't working oh that's not working let me try it. it's okay but look
1: at this growth phoebe this is a straight man being like i don't even know what to wear yeah that's huge that growth. is huge that's a silver lining in that it used to just <laughs> be like i don't know what to wear she's gonna take what she gets you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in a good space and cargo pants are coming back I know you kept some of those. I've seen them. Yeah, I got one joke for cargo <laughs> shorts. They're here. They're back, though. Really? Yeah, they're back. My back. sister's going to kill you. They're, no, I, hey. My sister works at Celine, and nope. she does not like those cargo shorts. Everything is back. Balenciaga has huge cargo pants now. Everything is back. Things are. Everyone's dressing like a 2000s character. Huge pants, kind of underwear band showing, smaller shirts. Everything looks like a drawing from the early 2000s now. Yeah. Good to know. Good yeah. to know.
2: Just wear what makes you feel good. That's what I always tell people.
1: But well, okay, I'll, I'll, we can find stuff that makes you feel good and look good.
2: Yeah, yeah. We don't... I always feel like if you, I would just always say err on the top, on the side of like timeless as opposed to trends. Because
3: uh-huh. I
2: just feel like I like how. Or if you're going to get something trendy don't spend a lot of money. Like, I love Coke guy and they have this like super cute sparkly like handbag that's like $450 and I just found a version of it on Amazon for $25 because it's like, why am I going, like, how many times am I going to wear use this fucking bag? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But like a staple, like, okay, like a nice, like, I don't know, like a nice like jean, like giving you need, like a nice, that like, yeah, splurge on that because yeah. you'll like wear those all the time. Sure, sure.
1: It's so yeah. wild. We got, straight guys to wear jeans that fit. And then this year we were like, actually make them big again. And they're like,
2: I just threw them all away. (laughs) I want a jean to fit, especially because I like had like a dalliance with like an Italian guy this Mm -hmm. summer and like all his jeans were tight. And I was like, oh, all men should do this. Well, have them fit. You basically
1: want like like, a standard straight with like a good seat and like a normal rise versus like going too trendy in either direction. Yes. Because you want to be like, look at that. Look, I'm going to grab that butt later.
2: Yeah. Look at that butt.
1: I'm about to grab it.
2: Exactly. First,
1: I get the butt and then I'll get the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, do you have a, a blessing?
2: Oh, gosh. I know. So I just because I saw that the director directors was like, don't say your health or your family. And so I was like, fuck. OK, drag me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think a blessing that I have is I guess I just feel like I know everyone like I think we're such a anti age kind of vibe where everyone wants to be forever 21 and I think I'm in a place where I'm just very much like I'm very proud of being 38 because there are things that I only know because I've gotten to this age Mm. and I'm and I think they've all made me like a better person like I feel like I'm much less insecure I'm much much less filled with anxiety I think I stand up for myself more um and so i think i'm just really grateful for like experience i think that that's like the biggest thing that i feel like is a blessing even when something doesn't work out or something does work out i'm just like fuck now i know that mm. oh shit now i know that and so it's like i don't want to go back to my 20s i don't want to be non ingenue and we're taught especially women are taught to you forever be young and you i don't know anything i need a guy to <laughs> teach me like I am so grateful to be to a point where I'm like, oh, I feel like I have agency now. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And so I think that's the thing that I'm really grateful for. And I I think things are going to get better in my 40s. I don't know. Ooh, okay. But I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's I think good. all the failures, or I should stop saying failures. All the lessons I've learned from things that didn't go my way, I think I've gotten to a place where I'm grateful for them as opposed to being like, oh, I suck, or I screwed up, or I could have done this differently. I'm just sort of like my life looks the way that it's supposed to look, and that's a good thing.
1: Because it's still going. That's, yes. That is one of the mm. cool things that you said. Oh, is that you're a like,
2: lame thing? No, just,
0: that's okay. a beautiful
1: thing. Also, it's okay. wild. I mean, like, you understand how many podcast guests will never say their age? You're I mean, you're blazing a trail. Oh,
2: yeah, who cares? Look.
1: John Marco's going to have a section on the next one. He's like, and tell me your real age. <laughs> and so many people are going to lie.
2: Listen. The alternative is you're dead. So I will gladly shout my age from the rooftop. <laughs> wow. 38
1: or dead. Pick. Yeah, yeah, truly. It's like, 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 I'm like, gonna go with 38. I can I can get some bengay. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. I can take some ibuprofen.
2: But there's just such a false narrative about youth where you're like, Pedro Pascal didn't become super famous until he was 48.
1: Wow. So so if he
2: had ish 40. So like this. Uh, Violet Davis like So this notion that like If you don't achieve uh, massive Julia, success Julia. By 30, it's ridiculous but
0: Those lists get more depressing the older you get When you're younger, you're like <sighs> I remember when I turned Oprah made it by now years old And that was a, t- <laughs> that was a tough birthday
1: That was a tough birthday uh, I, It's wild also though Because like, when you're in entertainment You do meet a bunch of 23 year olds That are like, ooh You're like, hey, hey We um, need to get rid of those 30 under 30 lists That's the fucking problem
2: Get okay. rid of those lists. I hate all yes. lists. I yes. think all lists should go yes. because there is no timeline of when you're supposed to fucking succeed. Well, lists, and can... I think so many people are miserable because they feel like they are failing. When they're not, they're just fucking living.
1: List in general, if it's like, oh, this is a list of women who we think are gonna win an Oscar this year, I approve of all of those short lists for things like that. Yeah. When it comes to like an age-based list, it is that's crazy. That's crazy to have like these is a nineteen under nineteen. These are seven under seven. Thirty under Seven 30 under 30 seven. Is wild. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thirty under thirty is wild because yeah. you'll be like sometimes it'll be a person and you'll be like, but also, I don't want to sound glib. You still ain't done shit. This is like, sure, you sure. didn't do anything? Yeah. You sold the idea for new hamburgers? Okay. like
0: my Every every birthday, my sister will send me articles on people who succeeded later in life. But you succeed. I mean, you. Yeah. Your success. Which this year, she sent me Vincent Van Gogh. Oh. And he didn't make it big until after he killed himself. That's true.
2: <laughs> That's true. And he did the majority, because I went yeah, to the no immersive... Order, year <laughs> <laughs> i went to his immersive exhibit in london and i think he did the majority of his work in like the last 10 years of his life
1: hey, but I mean he looked he looked bad for his age based on that portrait and also <laughs> back then how back then Mid 30s, people were like had a good run, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> had a good run. <laughs> I'm sorry, you ate True. that thing one time <laughs> and you just basically pooped your brains out until you died. I mean, yeah, he killed himself,
0: but um, so this episode is coming out September 26th. Is th- what would you like to plug?
2: Oh, my stand up tour, messy af. Go to Phoebe Robinson.com to get tickets. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not, it's just Twitter. Hell
1: yeah. Okay. We're At dead dope. naming Twitter.
2: <laughs> At Dope, dope Queen Phoebes. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'll be in San Francisco, LA, Chicago, Denver, Austin, Boston, uh, D.C. I'm trying to hold a burp. <laughs> <laughs> Still made it into the mic. <laughs> Toronto, tons of places. It'll be so fun. They're reasonably priced. Let's sell these shows out. Please, please, please. It'll be so fun. Messy AF Phoebe Robinson.com.
1: Oh okay. yeah Jay, what are you plugging? Uh, literally, the sa- we're all going to do the same thing. Aren't we all going to plug tour dates because sure. of the double strike right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't every right. one of these people in SAG and WGA like, I'm on tour as well. Go to jjurden.com for tickets. Instagram. Uh, the 26th, I would have just left Toronto. We're going to be at JFL Toronto around the same time. But, I mean, I'm going to be in Denver. I'm going to be in Houston. I'm going to be in Dallas. I'm going to be in Huntsville and Nashville. So just go to the Instagram, get through the reels, go buy tickets. That's it. See me live.
0: Me personally, I will be at the Liberty Funny Bone October 1st which is Cincinnati. Liberty, that is Cincinnati. Liberty is Cincinnati. It is Cincinnati. If you're in Cincinnati, you can make it to the funny bone in Liberty, whatever. I can't say something about Cincinnati.
1: Cincinnati, you talk about Ohio. Cincinnati, that is Kentucky. Cincinnati is not in Ohio, y'all. Cincinnati is the South South. The airport's in Kentucky. It's Kentucky.
0: Great. Then Kentucky, come on out to the fucking show. I don't care what state you're from, please. It's my first funny bone. And then after that, I'll be at the comedy bar in Dubuque, Iowa. We are exploring America together. Um, and join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/downside for our live episodes, bonus episodes, my Ooh. comedy special, "The Rats Are In Me." And uh, <laughs> uh, I wanna—I think I wanna uh, close. There, there was this thing. I don't even understand what a flea means. So Steven Miller, yes, uh, uh, you, you know, Stephen Miller. Yeah. You know Stephen Miller. Trump sold. Well, who was he? What was his position?
1: He was uh, first of all, he's the scary one who who's bald but has he's a huge bald. forehead. Very racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so racist that at Duke they're like, "Hey man, you're being a little bit too racist for us." At du- <laughs> at you know, wasn't he? He was like super racist. He think he was like. He was definitely an advisor.
0: It's unfortunate that he's bald, because he really reinforces that, like, you're bald. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whenever someone's like, you bald, fuck. That's what they're thinking about, is Stephen Miller.
0: But he said something about the ADL on Twitter, and David Simon, writer of The Wire, quote tweeted, he said, Speaking as another Jew, you're a fucking Shanda. And if there were only nine of us gathered, and it was the morning of my father's Yarzit, and you stumbled in and promised to just sit in the corner and shut up, I'd say, sorry, no, we don't have a Minyan. Now, Tova explained this to me. Mignon, it's you need 10 people to pray. So Space is saying if my father was there and we needed one more person to do the prayer, and you came in as a Jew, we'd say, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. This is the downside.
1: One,
3: two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside. With John Marco Ceresi.